everyone, and welcome back to The State for Thursday, April 6th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. For our first headline of the day, focusing on city news, the final student who was critically injured during the February 13th shooting on Michigan State University's campus has been released from Sparrow Hospital to a separate facility on Tuesday, April 4th, according to a post on MSU Police and Public Safety's Twitter account. The tweet was not clear about what facility the student was released to. According to the tweet, though, the release student was listed in critical condition but stable when discharged from the hospital. Four other students had been released on previous dates, and all five students have now been released from Sparrow Hospital. Sparrow Hospital has not released any names of survivors. However, some of their names have been identified through GoFundMe pages or social media posts. For our second headline, focusing on campus news, a group of MSU faculty has begun circulating a petition demanding an end to the University Athletics Department's controversial partnership with Caesar Sportsbook. This comes shortly after new rules from the American Gambling Industry's internal regulatory group, which threatened the deal. The petition was first posted around 10.15 a.m. Tuesday, and by 4.30 p.m., it had 154 signatures. The vast majority of those signatures came from current and former faculty, with the rest coming mostly from current students and parents. Community sustainability professor John Kerr, who led the petition, said they were inspired to act by the mental health issues they worked to accommodate following the mass shooting on MSU's campus. He said while he and his colleagues were working to help struggling students, he saw the deal as doing the opposite by sponsoring online gambling, which can be addictive and unhealthy for developing brains. Interim President Teresa Woodruff's remarks occurred at a January Faculty Senate meeting where she questioned the Caesars partnership and said she would be ordering her staff to look into the matter. The deal with Caesars was not negotiated by Woodruff. It is overseen by the MSU Athletics Department, specifically Athletic Director Alan Haller. The deal includes broadcasts and video advertisements for Caesars during games, emails to MSU's database of students, free tickets to games and seats on teams' private planes for Caesars employees, as well as the nonspecific clause which allows the company to Caesarize the tailgating spaces outside of Spartan Stadium. Beyond that, the specifics of the deal are unclear, as a sports marketing firm acts as a middleman between MSU and Caesars to ensure the contract is not subject to public records requests. For our final headline of the day, focusing on culture, the annual Capital City Film Festival will bring live music, independent films, and art exhibition to Lansing, which started yesterday and will run through April 15th. Festival manager Emma Selby said the scope of the festival has grown since she became involved with the event in 2019. Over 100 films will be shown, many of them being short films. 
Over 60 hours of content will be played also across three different venues, she said. The festival aims to take spaces that aren't traditionally theaters and turn them into high-quality theaters for the public to enjoy, Selby said. The three main festival event sites are going to be the former Franker Sears Building at 3131 East Michigan Avenue, the Lansing Public Media Center at 2500 South Washington Avenue, and the Fledge at 1300 Eureka Street. The warehouse of the Sears was transformed into a theater, and the former retail space was reimagined into an art exhibition with art representing all seven continents. Selby describes the opening night feature as a coming-of-age comedy drama. Tonight, from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., the Capital City Firm Festival is hosting a red carpet premiere party following opening night at Sears. The event will feature appetizers, DJ John Beltran, and a collection of Just a Vibe short films. Tickets to the festival can be found on the Capital City Film Festival's website. And before we end our episode, today's weather forecast is predicting beautiful sunshine along with some cloudy intervals with a high of 48 and a low of 30. Thank you so much for joining us for The State, produced by The State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back tomorrow with our last episode of the week, with more.